The only thing I have that's six figures is my kill count. I may not be rich, but I always get what I want. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Every week, we're just going to sit around, drink an entire bottle of wine, and talk about housewives. So 80% housewives, 10% drinking wine, and the other 10% Brian calling me out. <laughs> Probably more than 10%. Thank you for listening to So Nasty, So Rude with Brian and Hannah. So Nasty, So Rude is back from After Dark. We made it. We successfully. S- <laughs> we survived. <laughs> uh, had the best time, though. It was it's, a lot of fun. It was a really great night. I love three-day weekends. It Same. really makes me admire that idea of a four-day work week, you know? I know. Because I literally did nothing after our Thursday night. Actually, I did I go out again? No. We both so. stayed in all yeah. weekend because I was dog-sitting. And then I was like, oh, like, what are you doing? Maybe have a glass of wine. But we didn't. No. Because I was dead. Oh, yes. You did ask me what I was doing. Yeah, we were watching Saturday. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it was. it's great, though, because you have one day to be social, hang out, recover. You have one day to run errands, be productive. And then you have one yeah. day to just, like, be lazy and, like... But honestly, I wish I did go out or did something on the Saturday because oh, yeah. Sunday I was feeling, like, a little, like... FOMO. FOMO, like, antsy, because Andrew wasn't feeling well on Saturday. Yeah. And we had plans with um, my two other friends. Yeah. And we had to cancel because he wasn't feeling well. Right. And... I think I was already like in bed with my hair washed mm. and stuff like that when you text. So it was like probably if you text me like an hour earlier, <laughs> I would have just came over. But when my hair is washed and I'm already in bed, it's like game over for me. Honestly, though, it was kind of nice to just have like a long weekend That's a that was snippet chill. in my life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but it was chill. Like, yeah, I'm a, happy we did Thursday. A lot of takeout, a lot of movies. Thursday was a good time. What did you get for takeout? I always get Whatabagel. Always. It's okay. like my go-to. So my go-to hangover food, like the next day, is A&W. A teen burger with onion rings. Prime. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't like that. No, I do. Oh, okay. I love uh, A&W. What is it called again? A&W. <laughs> A&W. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I love? Probably like an unpopular choice, Burger King. Ew. Uh, I know. Love Burger sick. King. That's so sick. It's the only time I really eat fast food, though, is like the day after drinking. So mine is what a bagel, but I will eat that regardless. I had it today. Mm. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, my God. Obsessed. All right. Enough with the fast food. Let's talk about something way more important. Let's get into wine this week. Perfect. Because I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to do, or we're starting cheap. July. So basically all our bottles will be under $15. Well, we'll we'll do our best. And no cheating. So it's not going to be a regular <laughs> price on sale for 15. It's like you can always access it for 15 bucks. He is saying that because I almost cheated today. <laughs> the, the LCBO near me is like one of those cute boutique ones. So okay, they have fancy have ass three, wine. On the walk to it. my house, there's two or three that you pass. So there's other options. I mean, we can also be smart, though. There's so many lists for, like, cheap wines, like wine under 20, wine under 15. Totally. So maybe we should just do some research ahead of time. But let's see what this week brought us. All right. So this was over $15. <laughs> We're starting <laughs> off real well. Fifteen thirty-five. so not bad. There's a reason for all of it. I'm not even tr- going to try to pronounce this. So it's a Pinot Grigio, Brian. Oh, you I do don't you. usually like Pinot Grigio. Oh, you didn't know it was a Pinot? No. Mm. Eugenio Colavani. Perfect. Sounds good to me. (laughs) 
So it's for 1535, four grams of sugar. And I realized that a lot of cheap wines have a lot of sugar content in it. This one I was looking at was like a 94 grams of sugar. That's insane. That's a lot. When the one last week was two grams, this is four. I didn't realize they skyrocketed to 94. Apparently they do that under $15. (laughs) So cheers. Cheers. Initial thoughts? Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It does taste cheap. It does taste (laughs) cheap. It definitely tastes like $15. But I I don't hate it. And, like, we sound like snobs. 15 to 17 18 is the normal price I would spend on a bottle of wine. There is for sure good ones out there. We are just starting off a little rough. It's not bad, though. It's not bad. We'll see how a few glasses would, taste. Yeah. Champagne tastes on a beer budget. Ugh, that's <laughs> us right now. <laughs> All right. Well, we lucked out again this week. Atlanta was not on because Thank of the holiday. God. So... What are we going to do next week? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to talk real fast because Ultimate Girl Trip also released two episodes this week for Canada. So episodes three and four. I actually don't know what the release schedule in the States is. I don't know if they just got four or if they got four and five. No idea. But we're going to talk about it as though it's like one episode. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them together. Same. Great. Let's start off with Dubai this week. I think I have the least to say about it. Yeah. Not really a lot going on. No, I do really like it, though. I really like the women. And, I mean, our queen showed up this episode. Did she ever? Queen Phaedra. I want her back full-time, somewhere. I don't care where. She busted in with her Versace. She looks so good. I know. And the girl is looking for some real estate. Yeah, for some investment, I think. We, we were trying to figure that out. Is it for her investment, her office? We're not quite sure, but we're here for it. Whatever it is. But I mean, we've said it before. I'll say it again. I am obsessed with Phaedra. Yeah, so great to see her. Um, so I didn't even know she knew anyone from this world. So it's kind of cool to see the connection. Well, apparently she knows Caroline's cousin who was at that table. Yes. Um, but I think that's really all their connection. The only way that they're connected. Mm-hmm. Because even Caroline Stanberry said she only went to that skiing thing to meet Phaedra. Oh, cool. That's why she didn't ski. So what are your opinions on the fact that she didn't want to wear those rentals? She showed up and she wanted to wear her own outfit that she wears skiing all over the world and pulled a hissy fit. Honestly, didn't really bug me. I get it. You put I mean, an outfit together, you thought about it, that's something you're comfortable in. Sure. Why so not? What's the big deal? I agree and I get that. But also, if everyone else is doing it, like, just kind of take one for the true, team. True, true. And if there's rules on it and you're, you know, I don't know, they want you to wear the rentals, whatever. Oh, there's no rules that you have to wear a rental. Oh, it's well, the then fact that it. all the girls wanted to match. That's why they did it. Some people are born to follow. Some people are born to stand <laughs> out, sir. All right. Touche. Touche. Yeah. I do have to agree. Caroline did look better than the rest of them. There you go, man. And I mean, that mall, sure, it was super cool, but I also fact-checked that little label. It is not 12 million square feet, nor is it the second largest in the world. Hmm. According to multiple sources, it's number five, and it's just shy of four million square feet. So if you're going to put something on my screen, you better have people checking your facts. Nothing gets past you, Brian. No. Mr. Fact Checker over here. Oh my god, I Google everything. 
But I am kind of over Caroline. Actually, you know what? I can't decide if I'm over Caroline or I'm over Caroline and Sergio. And I think it's the latter. I'm going to say it's Sergio too because he's just... I don't. We, we're trying to count how many housewives. We're going to call him the eighth housewife. Whatever. Yeah, he is dying for a pile of gold. Why, why does it matter whether or not she agrees with marriage? She's going to marry you anyway. Okay, well, it's not... Why does it matter she agrees with marriage? But her reasons are valid. Her her reasons are valid. But she's going to still do it for him anyways. So shut the fuck up. I just don't understand their relationship. Like, he is literally a child. Like, what is she getting out of this? Mm, true. That's an interesting question. I wonder what she's getting out of it. Because it seems like absolutely nothing. Well, think about it. What do you think she's getting out of it? Sex. I was going to say, yeah. Maybe and there's nothing like, wrong with that, but why get married at all? Like, he's too emotional. I think there's a few things he's we need. not emotional, so maybe that's how they counter each other. Yes. Because she seems very matter-of-fact. Because she was also brought up in boarding school, which yes. I found out. And he seems very emotional, so maybe so they, emotional. like, that's where, like, he gives her that, and then she gives her him the more matter-of-fact kind of personality. I suppose they balance each other out. Yeah, I mean, he's way too emotional for my liking. I'm turned off by him. And there's a few things we need to take back this episode. This is one of them. A few episodes ago, I said I was obsessed with him. I love him. On a magazine cover, I still am. I was going to say, it's more so because of looks. You're just, you just like the way he looks. Yeah, but now that I know who he is and I have more of his personality, I'm so turned off with him. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, he's just annoying. He seems young immature and they're just so codependent like every yeah. scene that she's in he's in why is he everywhere because he's desperate and has no life it's not called desperate husbands my good sir it's also not called desperate housewives well, i'm just Wrong saying show. no that's what i'm saying it's not called desperate <laughs> housewives or husband not even husband boyfriend <laughs> you're snowballing i know i went on a tangent but like it is what it is but yeah, I mean, when I look at some pieces, I, I think it is really the fact that I hate hit their relationship and how codependent it is. Because even when she was standing her ground at that table talking about her views on marriage and that she's not super excited for it, I actually like that about her. That yes. she knows who she is. She's authentic. Take it or leave it. She's very matter of fact. Like, that's literally her personality. I know. But that's what I... I and I love that, actually. Totally. I just don't like her with him. I can see that. You know? I agree. He just seems very needy, right? That that'd be oh, good. Oh, like stage five clinger. Yeah. He's in every scene, obviously. Every scene, bro. He's figure out your life. Do you not have friends? He went on her hen party. Like Stop. I can't. He literally has no life. They're so intertwined. I, I hate everything about it. Yeah, I agree. Over them. I'm also over. I'm not over Dubai. That's You're over a lie. this episode. Yeah, I'm over this episode, and let's hop into Ultimate Girls Trip. All right, this is where the magic starts to happen. Okay, so obviously we are loving Ultimate Girls Trip. It does feel like a blast from the past. I'm so thrilled, honestly, with the, the entire casting of it. Great casting. They're fun. They're drunk. They're not wearing any makeup. There's no glam squad hanging on the back. So they I'm do have glam squad. Well, so. On a budget? <laughs> but selected, select housewives have one. And so, I guess Peacock, I was going to say Bravo, but Peacock, they gave the women the opportunity 
that to have glam. And who brought glam? Who didn't? So production had their own glam there, and like they could ask, like pay for it for certain days. Probably that twenty-five dollar glam no. from Atlanta <laughs> that they're talking about. So funny joke, but no, it's not. You <laughs> see, Dorinda getting her glam done a couple times, but a lot of the women didn't. Not all women did it. And Tamra, for example, I think she paid for a couple days and just didn't use it. The only day I think that she ended up using it was one of the parties. When they went outside yeah. of the house. Yeah. Because, like, why would you just get glam to walk yeah. around? So the they manor? do have some glam for select days. Huh. But I like that it, it's very toned down. And I say, I said in the last episode, I love the glitz, the glam, the wealth. But this feels good. Well, this feels like Housewives. This is like the Housewives that you and I Fell really love. love. Yeah. yeah. I do like the glitz and glam. But I like that it's just, this seems more normal. It seems more carefree. We're focused on the women in the relationship. Yeah, it seems more real and authentic. Yeah, I would agree. Like, girls, pay for a $25 glam. I'm here for it. Throw some eyeshadow on. And by eyeshadow, I mean, like, sticking their finger in the palette and just, like, fucking putting over their eyelid. Trash. It puts (laughs) the real and real housewives again. Yes. I mean, Vicky, at least she's consistent. She doesn't go on a cast trip and doesn't... boring. (laughs) So she is starting to whoop it up a little at the end, but she is a bit of a wet blanket. So Vicky's the type of person that needs alcohol to step up her game, which is an unfortunate characteristic, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, and no. She I just mean, can't be like a happy person without it, though. So a happy person, sure, but I think she's looking for alcohol to be a fun person. Yeah, that's not great, though. I don't know. I think alcohol makes me more fun. No. No? <laughs> I, I would say you're fun regardless. I, well, that's nice. Yeah. I don't think you need it to like no, help step up your game. But I, I prefer it. Well, everyone would. <laughs> I literally think Vicky needs it to have like a mood changer. Sure. Because without it, well, she's even, literally a wet blanket. Just a wet, soggy blanket walking around this house. <laughs> even when like she was going slug. to the hospital. Think about a slug. You no, know, they let that yeah. slime. Yeah. That's Vicky. <laughs> Quite the picture there. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. For I'll that. be here all day. <laughs> but that's exactly what she said when she was going to the hospital. She's like, "Is this steroid shot going to give me a personality? Because I have no personality." Stop, right that's now. actually hilarious, though. <laughs> <laughs> and the nurse, so cute. She's like, "I'll give you some of mine. I have enough for the both of us." Aww. She was so sweet. But I, I love the relationships that we're seeing, like Eva and Brandy, Brandy and Tamra evolving. Yes, listen, I will say at the end of the day, Vicky and Tamra do have like a great chemistry in terms of friendship. They have a real they're friendship. Ri- they're ride and die. Yeah. And that's, that's why, what I would want in a friend. 100%. And that's why I think Tamra is more fun without Vicky because Tamra will ride and die with her. If Vicky's boring, Tamra's going to be like, no, I'll be on her page too. Well, and, and that's I, what she. I, I appreciate that. And that's what she said in her confessional, though, is that she didn't want to go with Vicky to the hospital because she doesn't want to be tied to Vicky, and she has been told many times that she's more fun without Vicky. Totally, and I get that. She's just lighter because Vicky's a wet blanket, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so for whatever reason, a big thing that was happening on these two episodes was the lasagna bake off. Why? I don't know. But Dorinda and Brandy were trying to, I guess, make the best lasagna. Do you think Dorinda did Brandy dirty and took ingredients Dorinda and didn't them? even fucking cook it. True. She had three goddamn chefs to make one. And it wasn't even a big lasagna. When I saw the lasagna, I was a little disappointed. Because I was like, yo, that's like a meal for me. 
And they were sharing it amongst like eight of them. So was there a cool weapon, Brandy's lasagna? No, uh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. didn't they okay. say that? Yes, they did say that. But the joke was, so Brandy was throwing all sorts of shit in her lasagna. And it actually does make sense. Well, so, she was also high as a fucking kite. True. She was very high making this She didn't lasagna, have a chef help her out. But I think she had a good sense of what she was trying to make. So she wanted some citrus in it. And so she put some lemon and then she put some Pinot Grigio and what people who cook. Both of those things wine, are normal. Makes sense. So I think because Dorinda's recipe was so simple and Brandy was just like high and just saying, yeah, I put this in it. <laughs> I put that in it. And they're like, oh, did you put some Cool Whip in it too? And she wasn't getting uh, it. So that's where the Cool Whip came yeah. from. I thought I heard that and I was like, what? But I don't think Brandy was even getting it too because she was just like dead face, like, no. I oh, she's high, girl. So Let high. her ride that wave. Yes. And I think that's what we learned too is that Brandy cannot keep up with Eva in that sense. She knew that though. She, and she warned everyone. Her comment. I've never actually bought weed. Yeah. I've never bought any drugs. She had People, some like really good one liners. Sorry, Brian. I'm just like, oh my God, just shut up and let me talk. <laughs> Yeah, she also had another great line saying, um, not a drinking problem, a drinking solution. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we're the Hannah show today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago I kept cutting you off today. I'm very passionate We've, today. I think we're just like messy today. I don't know. I just cut you off again and I just ignored it completely. That's okay. I didn't even realize because it keeps happening. Just face. Maybe we just took an edible or something. I don't know. <laughs> We didn't, for the record. Just wine. But I mean, Brandy is really good for quick wit and one-liners, which is what we love in all of our franchises. And I think she's really giving us that. And when we think of authentic, like, Brandy is authentic. Because even that conversation she had with Vicky, where she recognized that Vicky didn't appreciate it, she didn't like it, and I think she apologized. With calling her a bitch. Yeah, or saying shut the fuck up, calling her a bitch, whatever it was. But she also said, I'll try not to do it again. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't. Today, we had to pause. I was speaking, a whistle came out, and then I started laughing. It sounded like a smoker. No, you sounded like a train. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't. Okay, let's continue. Let's get this back on track. Speaking of trains. But getting back to Brandy, when she was apologizing to Vicky, I appreciated that she kind of stood her ground, doubled down, and said, I'm sorry that I did that, but I can't promise it's not going to happen again. Like, that is who I am. You have to get used to it. And Vicky was obviously being a cunt, like, super uptight, conservative OC woman. Yeah, she was at least honest that, hey, this might not, I might say it again. Yeah. Which is fair. Whatever. Vicky just got to get over it, seriously. All right. Well, one thing that is kind of annoying me, though, with Ultimate Girls Trip is Dorinda. She is a tornado. And I love Dorinda. But when she starts slurring her words, it was funny on New York. But I think what happened on New York, and I guess her being on pause, I did expect a little bit more control from her. And seeing this Dorinda on screen concerns me that she won't be back for New York. Dorinda gets mean. Yeah. That's the issue with Dorinda. She gets... Well, she has rage and regret. She says something and then she'll come in and cry yeah. and make it about her and try try to almost play the victim. But she gets upset over such silly things. So she was upset with, for example, Brandy. 
uh, which I thought was great for Brandy to do. So they're playing a game, and I guess it was Dorinda's game. Yeah. And they're pretty much just asking each other questions and and picking out of a hat or some sort. And one of Jill's questions, what was Jill's question? It was something about her father. Yeah, something that your that your father did to disappoint you. Which is a fucked up question, first off. Yeah. And obviously they had been drinking. And Jill was about to answer it. She was, Her gears were moving. Her gears were moving. And Brandy just lightly said, this is going to be televised. Well, she's like national television. Yeah, national television, national television. And then Dorinda's like, Dorinda what does that mean? threw a fucking fit. And you know... She gets pissed off when things don't go her way or when someone doesn't want to play her game. She does the same thing with Tamara. She's like a light switch. You know, it's like anything that does she does not agree with or is maybe going a little against her original plan, she will throw a fit. And it's, it's not a nice trait to have. Yeah, she, I don't even want to say like type A. It's I, yeah. What because it's beyond type A. Because she has structure, she has a plan, and mentally she has things that have to happen. And if it doesn't, if it gets derailed. Like, I understand being disappointed. Yeah. But to go to her level. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's like, beyond. It's cruel. Yeah. She'll, she goes with a jugular every time. And there's no level. It's, it's like a light switch. She's yeah. literally, like, she's hot, then she's cold. Totally. She just flips like there's no tomorrow. Totally. It's insane. And I used to think it was funny on New York. Yeah, it you can t- it's like something weird right now. There's something deep. Yes, yeah. Like, there looks, is something happening that is triggering her, and it, it comes out when she's drunk because her guard's down. Because it's so little, but she wasn't drunk with the Tamara thing, or what we did see her drink. Wow, that's that's. I'm sure she wasn't sober. True. Like I hope she wasn't sober. Honestly, so what are your opinions on Tamara being upset about that? So I understand why Tamara lost it a little bit i honestly i hate when people yell like that so it but what are you gonna do with with dorinda where you can't get through to her she did try to calmly she tried to calmly talk her way out of it totally and dorinda wasn't letting her do it everyone has a breaking point totally and that's what i mean because vicky for some reason handled it really well i was it wasn't directed at her but it it was directed at both of them but Mm. vicky was for Mm-mm. some reason, very calm in it. Wait, wait, no. wait, 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 wait. So Dorinda was talking both of them for eating in their room. And I guess in her manner, whatever, her fucking house no upstairs. No shoes, no food, There's a bunch upstairs. of rules. Whatever. Too many rules, though. But like, you have guests. to get guests. mice. Girl, if you're getting mice in your home, you have a bigger issue. Yeah, I under, I kind of get the mice thing. But you have guests in your home. Make them feel comfortable. Don't make them feel like they're walking on eggshells all the time. That is not being a good host. (laughs) And they're like blaming it on Marco. Poor Marco. He's like, I didn't think the rules uh, mattered. this weekend. (laughs) Yeah. I guess they're there all the time. But this week they're over. Yeah. So. Marco's cute. I like him. He is cute. He seems very nice. And they're like, like, bro, you got us in trouble. (laughs) Because he's like bringing them fucking ice cream. I know. And he's like, do you want me to bring you anything? She's like, no. You brought me enough. Take Take everything out. Um. So when when Dorinda was going off and she's like, you wouldn't want that in your home. And Vicky's like, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't want that in my home. I wouldn't want that in my home. I don't give a shit. And, no, totally. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. The fact is, is that she kept going at Tamara 
And Tamara was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. You I'm made not, your point. I'm not a 12-year-old yeah. girl. Like, you said it once to me. I'm fucking 50 years old. Do you want me to go to have a timeout? I got it. Well, that's what she said. And then when Tamara exploded, I just, I hate that type of yelling. Even though it was valid, that, that screeching always when it gets, gets that to me. Pitch. Yeah, it always gets me. So when Tamara stormed out and Dorinda follows her, Dorinda's like, you don't have to come. Like scolding her like a little girl, like go up to your room sort of deal. I don't blame them for not coming. Yeah, and to I the mean, aerobics thing. She was also still being a bitch when they had that dinner after lunch or whatever it was. Yeah. When Tamara obviously needed a hug, like Dorinda was still being a bitch. She was, and Jill was actually being a good person. So I was gonna ask, do you think she? The reason why Dorinda was pissed off with Jill later in the night because Dorinda went and hugged Tamara. And she had some, like, kind of weird anger with her. And then when she started drinking, anything Jill said, she's going to be pissed off about. Think about it. So she was holding on to that resentment because Jill comforted Tamara. Correct. I mean, very possibly. I think it's deeper than that at the end of the day. Because this is a a pattern. I think anything with Dorinda, it's a lot deeper than what it seems. Totally. She keeps shit inside, I think. And then, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Don't take my fucking word for it. But just from what we've seen from her for the last few years, she explodes over such small things. And they're not small explosives. I mean, she will, like, unravel. She goes off. Yeah. Literally unravels. Yeah, I think that's a really great way to describe it, is that she unravels. It's all of this pent-up shit that just starts exploding out of her. So that's what I thought when Jill was like, Tamara needs a hug. And Dorinda's like, I'm not doing that. And then Jill went and was like, you know, Tamara, do you need a hug? I'll give you the hug. Mm -hmm. Um, And then later in the night, uh, Eva's doing her recordings, I guess her podcast, every morning. And Jill playfully was like, oh, can I listen? Can I be on it? I, I, I think she was serious, but I don't think she meant malice by it. She, I agree. I don't. I think. I don't think she wanted to impede. I think Dorinda was out of line. Totally. But I, I, I felt the same way Dorinda was feeling. I think, but I wouldn't have said it. Like, let Eva fight her own fight. She is a big girl. She has her own voice. Yeah. She does not need. But there wasn't. To speak for but her. Jill didn't mean like. I don't no. think she. Meant, it was she annoying. Just, she just doesn't understand boundaries. Totally, like, and that's like Jill. That's totally Jill. And the way that she reacted to her was like I feel so intense than it needed to be. Yeah. And I was like, where the fuck did this come from? And then I thought about it. I'm like, well they had that little thing earlier. Maybe she kept it in, then started drinking and she's like, yo, this is my time. I'm gonna give it to you right now. Yeah, but then goes in and start like the thing that drives me crazy is that I think she recognizes she's doing something wrong, but can't accept accountability or responsibility and then starts crying. Yeah. And then they're talking about stuff from years ago. Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Because then they went into that interview room. That was a mess at the end of the episode. Like, all of them piling in there like a clown car. It was a lot. And, like, Eva's like, I have to fucking work at 5 a.m. Like, what is going on right now? She's like, I'm just trying to go to bed. I can't. And, like, they all just start, like, coming in one at a time. I can't. It was a lot. I'm still loving the show. I think it's probably, honestly, one of my favorites that's been around for a while. Oh, it's my favorite that's on right now, for sure. I think it's my favorite for a bit. Like, I, I think can't. it reminds me of Housewives, like, old Housewives. Yeah, it does remind me, like, seasons one through five. Yeah. Uh, loving still Eva and Phaedra. I think they're the breakout stars of this. And I think people need to 
be a little relaxed with Brandy. I think I think she, Brandy's doing yeah, great. Same. I love her. Her song, not so much. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, her song is rough. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Let's hop into Beverly Hills, and I had to be honest. I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong last week. What were you wrong about? We were both wrong. Yeah, I think we both made comments, but Erica's not cute. She's not respectable. And she crossed Crossed the line. She definitely crossed the line. Now, I think when we saw her last week, it was It looked innocent. It was innocent. Now, should she be asking her friend or co-worker's son to have a threesome with her? Uh, probably not. Now, should she also be telling the same co-worker, her son, 14-year-old, to fuck off? Uh, probably not that either. Yeah, <laughs> and Crystal did a really good job at, like, kind of taking over the mother role, being like, don't listen to her, telling her to fuck, yeah. fuck off, basically, yeah. back. And then also telling Erica what she did wrong the next day. Or, like, what, what, however many days when they went for a walk. Like, this is what you did and this was wrong. And like, I, that is how you handle a situation. And I like how they're not focused on... Garcelle's older son is Oliver, correct? Yeah. I like how they're not really focusing on the three-something. That's an adult man. Totally. He handled it himself. And I think he handled it well, too. He handled it with grace. Yeah. I put absolutely it, He agree. put her in her place when he needed to. And he was very nice about it. Now, the issue is the 14-year-old boy that she told the fuck off. A hundred percent. I do believe Erica has remorse and wishes that she didn't do that. Even when she was talking to Crystal, she was like, oh, fuck. And then in her confessional, she's like, I'm not afraid of Sutton in her house. I'm not afraid of Garcelle. Totally. She She knew she's in the wrong. She owned it. She owned it. Now, I believe that she realized that she fucked up. Yeah. hundred percent. The other thing that happened that night... A lot of stuff seemed to go down that The night. first five minutes of this episode were insane. But there was also teasers all over Instagram. Yeah, and we were wondering... I, I was asking Brian about this when I first came in. Does Beverly Hills or even Housewife franchises release this many clips? So they always release some clips to certain bloggers and to things. Three? To three? Three clips? I don't know how many. Usually it's like one or two to like start hype. And it, and it ultimately adds viewership because it creates totally. excitement and buzz and all these news articles. Like, my phone was blowing up. We could not keep Beverly up this Hills week. was insane this week. And so it's to drive hype. It seemed like there was a lot released or leaked or whatever happened. There seemed to be a lot. So last week we touched on Diana ending up going to Carcel's party because we thought she didn't want to be talked about. Totally fair. I agree with her. I would have done the same shit. Yeah, I would have showed up too. So her and son were having a conversation and fucking Kyle, man, just puts her fucking nose where it does not belong. And what is she doing? We continued on with it, I guess, this week. And she just could not shut her fucking mouth. I know. So this is not Kyle's best season. First, you don't get physical with people. Did she push Sutton? No. But did she aggressively grab her arm? Absolutely. Uh, she was completely out of not line. Not only that, accused her of lying about her own miscarriages. When she dismissed Sun, it. Yeah. yeah so I think Sun's the type of person, she's like, oh, you went through this? Well, I'm going to try to relate with you. And I think that's her I type agree. of, that's what she was trying to do with yeah. Diana. And for Kyle to just blatantly be like, I think this is bullshit. I, if I was Sun, that girl would have got fucking hit. 
Yeah, I don't even like Sutton, but I agree. I think she was trying to relate with Diana, and that was a moment for them to try to connect and make. Why is she even there, Kyle? Sorry, sorry. Why is Kyle even there? I know. Well, Garcelle left. She stayed. I think production put them there in the first place. I stand by that. Mm Mm-hmm. I disagree. I think Kyle just fucking likes to be in anything that has drama in it. So she always looks like the good guy. I'm not a fan of Kyle whatsoever. So I am a fan of Kyle. Not this season. Like I just said. Like it's not going to be her best season. I read... It's a rumor. I don't even... I haven't fact-checked it yet. But that she said somewhere this might be her last season. Thank God. Because... She is like a cornerstone of Beverly Hills, though. And she, I agree with statements that have been made in the past that she is the glue that holds them together. I don't know. I think that glue is getting dried up and peeling. It's possible. Like, it, it's certainly possible. So, what happened? It wasn't even the show itself, it was the backlash. It's everything that happened on social media this week. Uh, people are pissed off at Kyle. People are pissed off at the Fox Force 5. But specifically Kyle. Kyle. Yes. I would hope that people would come back and realize that Erica actually is remorseful. I would hope people, people just would hate see Erica that. right now. So they're not going to see that. People have blinders on whenever they're looking at any of these people. And like they're not going to see those authentic Yeah, pieces. because the, I truly believe that she was like, I she knows fucked, she up. fucked up. I fucked up. And she was drunk and she did mix and she's. Like, mixed with pills. She's figuring and out she's her cocktails. And she's very honest about it. What Kyle did with Sutton and Diana is a whole fucking other story. I agree. 100%. I'm, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. I think they are focusing way too much on Erica drinking, though. Totally. The editing is really hamming it up. And, and that's and dangerous, too. I, I And agree. I feel very weird that they're doing that. And they're trying to, like... They're constantly talking about... Erica drinking and mixing pills. And they're just focusing on the fact Why that she's the, like, I'm going to have one drink. Who and the fuck cares? Then zone in on her having three. Yeah. And they're really playing it up. I don't know why they're playing it up. I think it's really weird. And I think it's a dangerous game. I agree. That they're playing right now. I agree. Focus I think on Kyle be. being a shitty fucking friend. Focus on that all day. Yeah. Don't focus on someone struggling. I agree with you. It's weird editing this But season. we were also wrong last week when she asked that guy for a drink and breaking the rules. It's because totally. the bar was closed. Yes. It had nothing to do with the spicy marg being off the yeah. menu or her, yeah. her hitting on him. So what did you think about Dorit, PK, uh, Mauricio, and Kyle kind of laughing at the fact that... So... I think it was innocent because you have to keep in mind, neither of them were there when any of that happened. So it's all what they Dari heard. Dari was there. Oh, fuck. She was. Dari was right, right there because in her interview, she said, so, my stomach uh, was sick. Yeah, you're totally right. For some reason, I just thought it was her and Crystal. Nope, you're totally right. They're wrong. I thought it's, that was. It's, a mess, it's messed up, right? And I know Mauricio was making a joke when he's like, oh, I think it's fine. He, she should have told him to Could fuck off. He was like, joking, yeah. but like, you should not say that about someone's child. Could you imagine if someone told Portia to fuck oh, off? Oh, my God. They, they would, would never lose be it. seen again. They yeah. would be off the show. A hundred percent. It's a very, it's a weird, it's a weird season. And I think we're kind of like getting into it now. That's it. So you said this last time, Beverly Hills starts out really fucking strong. Always. And I'm... I'm curious to see what's going to happen because we're not even halfway through the season. We're nine episodes in. Kathy Hilton hasn't even entered the building yet. She's in the episode starting July 20th. Oh my God. We're in Episode 11, she appears. So I also 
I mean, kind of wrapping up all of this Garcelle stuff. Garcelle's not annoying me right now. Like, I'm actually really liking her a lot more now. She seems very level-headed at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think she's reasonable. What did, and I know you have an opinion on this because we were talking about earlier. Let's go with Sutton's house, Sutton's mud, Sutton's table, uh, the fur coats. Okay, so at the end of the episode, Sutton hosted a dinner. I, one, don't really like her house. It's too traditional for me. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're going to host a luncheon, I expect you're going to be hosting. Especially someone like Sutton who holds hosting to this high-ass standard that... I'm going to show up. Sure, you can't control the weather, but when you set that table up, it didn't just rain. That table's not wet. The ground was wet when you set that table up. I'll give you that. You should be putting something on the ground for me to walk on. Like, you have resources available. And so if you're going to make me walk in mud in Valentino's shoes, you're fucking right I'm going to pull a fit. Either bring the party inside or have something for us to walk on. Like, some sort of platform that the table sits on. Like, plywood. You know what I mean? I would mean? agree. I would totally agree Go to agree fucking Home Depot and get a slab of wood. <laughs> something, though. <laughs> I agree. A sheet on the ground. Something. Like, I would not be walking on that grass if I had shoes like them. Totally. I agree. I thought it was very unhostful. For certain standards that she puts her on, should there have been a floor under that table... Totally. Yeah, or move it inside. I get it. You can't control the weather. But did you know? And it was cold. Like, we need heaters and jackets. Sure, it's so great she brought out fur. If it's that miserable outside, it is wet and damp and cold. Yeah. Go I inside. Thinking, I was thinking damp, and I was like, that cannot be good for the fur. No. So I was thinking about this. Her home, even though she renovated it, it was still a lot of... You know those old homes where they have small little rooms? It doesn't look it's like not she, open concept, she didn't open it up. But that's because that's modern. That's not her style. She's like colonial style, like yeah, Southern Belle. because I was thinking maybe she didn't bring it into their home because there was no room really to do what she needed to do. And you also had an issue with the silver and the uh, caviar. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not supposed to have caviar on metal spoons. Whenever you buy caviar, it's with a plastic spoon. Totally. Because it changes the taste. Is it? Oh, yes. It does change the taste. We had caviar once and you went and just got a silver spoon and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to be doing that and I confirmed it. And you had caviar one day and we all thought we were real fancy, but it was really good. It was great. We were actually pretty fancy that night. (laughs) But you can't, you're not supposed to use a stainless steel spoon. Yeah, I was wondering if there was something under the caviar. There might have been, but I I don't know. I, she probably eats it way more than I yeah, do. Yeah, caviar ones were fucking <laughs> pros. But wrapping it up, I really love that Lisa Brenna pushed back on Sutton being passive aggressive. Totally. Sutton she is, is passive. so unaware. I feel like most people are passive aggressive. I think it takes someone, not special, but it takes a certain personality to just be aggressive. Sure. For sure. But I think it's also there's a negative connotation with passive aggressive. Yeah, I don't it's think not it's a bad like, thing. Like people are most people are passive aggressive. Yeah, I would agree. Most people don't have the balls. Balls, yeah, that's a good word. Balls to just be like, yo, I don't fucking like you. They'll mm-hmm. put little hints. That's just what it is. That's not you and I, Brian. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. I've been called I like I said, I can be passive aggressive in and certain And it depends who you are and what sort like not in a certain situation that you're in. Yeah, it's very circumstantial. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about Rena's look? Okay, so there's memes going around where everyone is hating on her look. 
I loved her look in that final scene. Totally. I loved her shoes. Yeah. I loved her shoes. I loved everything about it. Her hair, the glasses, the entire it was, look. It was a look. I loved it. It was a look. And I'm happy she didn't have a wig on. I can't, I'm kind of loving Rena's natural hair. I love that she's doing both. I like that she's doing both. But Thank I like you, that Brandy Glanville. Right? Totally. And we called that out a while ago, and then it came out in the news. Yeah, so... That's all I really have for Beverly Hills. Almost all of our hot topics this week was Beverly Hills related and really getting in really Kyle being smeared everywhere. And we also already covered one of the other pieces, Brandy's song. Don't love it. I like listened to a second, two seconds of it and it was. uh. Yeah, it's no drive back by Candace. Oh, yeah. I still have to listen to that one. Oh my god, so I set a reminder to listen to it last Thursday and I We we it. just ignored it. That wasn't <laughs> happening for us. And then lastly, Jen is in New York City preparing for her trial, which begins on July 18th. And her assistant is going to testify against her. Yeah. But they are unlikely to use any Salt Lake City footage in the trial. I think there's one scene that got approved from what I've read so far. Is it going to be televised? Like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard one? I don't think so. Yeah. I think that was a rare case. Oh my God, because I would be up on that all day. Live stream it. But yeah, I don't think so. I think that, I don't think that's normal. Hmm. I think that was just so high profile. Maybe, but come on, Jen. Johnny Depp and Amber Amber Heard. (laughs) Jen Shaw? Come on. Okay, we're living (laughs) in our own bubble. Well, speaking of bubbles, let's pop that and finish up this wine. One last sip. As always. Okay, I'm going to admit, I don't hate it. Yeah, it grew on me. Mom, that sip just kind of tasted like like rubbing alcohol. Okay, well, just... Let me one. Not great. <laughs> Let me try again. I'm going to give mine a three for a taste. I don't know. The last couple tastes, sips taste worse than the ones I've had the rest oh, of the episode. Fuck, that's not good. I'm thinking about it too much. I don't Maybe really like Pinot Grigio. Maybe it's all the and fucking <laughs> drain sounds coming out of your throat. I would give it a three. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, right? Let's also keep in mind we're coming off one of the best weeks we've ever had with True. wine. So, so I think three is pretty good. I'll give it a it. three. Uh, label or bottle? It's like a standard bottle. I don't hate it. So I'd, I would hate it less. Oh, I like the texture. I was going to say the texture is actually really nice. I would hate it less if it didn't have this. I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give it a two and a half. All right. Well, that's it for... This week, we made it, barely. Yeah, I'm so sorry how messy we were this week. I have yeah. no idea Train what came over us. Train sounds and all, and interruptions. Hopefully all of that's cut out. All right. Love ya. Love ya. Thank you for listening to So Nasty and So Rude. With Brian and Hannah. 